I'm him, who you with, Kurt, though. want to welcome all our listeners on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Periscope. You can live chat with us in the chat. Um, I'm also putting the phone number up. You can also call us live and talk with us live on the air. Um, tonight, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, as you can see, the um, judge refused to let, uh, let a grace out of jail, the 15-year-old, for not doing her homework. Yeah, I've done some research on Judge Mary Ellen Brina. We'll talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about Trump update out of COVID-19. And whatever else is on your mind, we're going to talk about that too. So as we get started, feel free to call in. Let me know your opinion, what's going on. Um, the 15-year-old, uh, they only said her name is Grace, her middle name, Grace. So I decided to do a, a little research on um, on the situation. And went over to the judge uh, Facebook page. Um, it's not a big surprise. She's pro-Trump. She's Trump 2020. Um, look like her and her whole family is. So that's the issues I have. It's because you cannot do your job correctly. Michigan, I say it all the time. If you're not registered to vote, you need to vote. Not just the presidential election, but also your local election. Because since she's doing something like this, let's vote her out of office. Let's get her down. Make sure she's not reelected. And that's that's how you respond to it. I know um, there's a lot of protests going on about it. And she had a, um, a hearing yesterday, and now she's saying she won't review the case again until September. Now, the governor have... Um, made an order where they wasn't going to arrest any juveniles. And she said it's her choice because the case was in the court before then. It sounds like to me, and we say it all the time, I don't know for sure, but from the outside looking in, it looks like somebody is getting paid under the table. So Michigan, what we need to do, what y'all need to do, because I'm not in Michigan, make sure y'all vote, not just for the presidential election, but also for the local election. And let her know how you really feel. Embarrass her at the polls and get her out of that seat. She's over the family law court. Now, I'm sure if 
if that child was a different color than black, that child would be at home doing whatever they wanted to do. Talking about she's doing so good right now. Yeah. Put yourself in that position. See how you would feel if that was your child. I'm I'm really uh, upset about it. It's it's just a sad situation. And she don't care. She don't care. She's going to do what she want to do because she's in power. And as society else today, she probably feeling like, oh, I'm going to lock this black child up to show them something. The heartache and pain that that mother may be going through right now. Not having a child with her for months. Have a heart, woman. Do what's right. Do what's right. Let the child go home to a mother. But once again, she want to do what she want to do. Trump, where you at? Hell, you step in all the other time. Why don't you step in about this? Why don't you step in? You decide to step in with the couple up in uh, St. Louis. Step in about this. But I'm sorry. Little Grace is a little bit too dark for him. So, um, yeah, the governor needed to get involved and step in and override her decision if it's legally possible. Yeah, I understand the young lady has some trouble. And give her give her the opportunity. But you tell me she's doing so good now. Yeah. Just imagine if it was one of your kids. And then that particular school district is 79% white. 79% white. So she's trying to make a point. Um, She she just need to go ahead and release uh, Little Grace. Let her go home to her family around people that um that she know that loves her. And I was trying to think of this movie I seen um last year and I think it was based out of Texas. Um this young lady and if somebody uh can think of the movie definitely put it in the chat. Uh this young lady was in and out of foster care. I think her mom was on drugs and left, and then the daddy didn't want to have anything to do with her. Um, he got married, um, not to a sister, but he ended up taking her to foster care. And the whole time in this movie, 
they was denying this young lady from going to public school. Um, and the young lady, she did act out. But when you're in a situation like that, what else are you going to do? So this young lady, she acted out. And um, she became close to one uh, social worker. Because all the other kids was going home on the weekend or, or going with family on the weekend. And she was the only one at the uh, center. So her and this one foster care uh, worker became very close, a white woman. And eventually what happened, they became so close, the lady wanted to adopt this young lady. And her boss, everybody that looked like you, is not with you. So her boss ended up firing the woman. So the woman moved to um, move out of state or out the country, I believe, and got married. But she always thought about it. But this young lady was determined because this, this social worker made such an impact on this young lady where the young lady demanded to go to a public school and when she went uh, she made straight A's I believe went off to college and she ended up writing a book about about her story and when she wrote the book she was at a book signing and that social worker showed up to the book signing. And I want to say, even at an older age, the social worker still adopted this young lady. And because of that, they end up becoming a family after all, which is a good thing. Um, and when I was reading the story about young Grace, I'm like, okay, this judge is acting like the ones that was telling, telling the young lady in the movie, she couldn't do all these things. She couldn't go to public school. She couldn't go to college, but Grace proved them wrong. All because of a social worker. Now, I know I have a lot of social workers that follow me, and I appreciate all of them, all the foster parents that are doing the right thing, all the adopted parents that are that have done the right thing. I appreciate you because it it takes a lot to be able to to be a a great social worker to be a great foster parent and also to be a great parent if you decide to adopt that child so my hat goes off to you I appreciate it but we could get on to Trump now yeah that that was uh, that update was interesting um, y'all can chat with us live in the uh, chat you can also call in 972-591-3665 
972-591-3665. If you don't want to talk about what we're talking about, we can talk about whatever, whatever is on your mind. And that's the reason why this platform was born, to give you the opportunity to talk about whatever is on your mind. So Trump started his uh, update. I'm not sure. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but why is he the one giving an update? I'm I'm kind of confused because when all this started, he was telling everybody to do other stuff that the doctor was telling him to do. He was like, oh, no, y'all shouldn't do that. But that's my opinion. But he started off the update and said that the old system didn't work and the new system is working just fine. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he start wearing a mask last week? Um, better, better yet, he said the old system didn't work. But as soon as he got in the office, he didn't give the old system a chance to work because he fired the whole team. Now, please correct me if I'm wrong, but he fired the team that that was in place to protect us from a pandemic. But he said the old system didn't work. I'm going to let that sink in for a little bit for y'all because um, I don't know how the old system didn't work. It worked during the uh, Ebola outbreak. I'm going I'm to leave that alone because I don't know what system he's talking about. But I know the one that we had when the greatest president of all was in office, President Obama, that system worked just fine. So this is my opinion. Let me know how you feel. But hell, he just started wearing a mask last week. Then he went off yesterday. Talking about this American light to wear a mask. You know what? You was telling everybody don't wear them. You don't have to. So maybe his followers would start wearing masks and they stop going off in the business and trying to demand trying to say they don't have to wear a mask. This this is my opinion, so I don't know. Um, how do you feel about it? Um, then in the same sentence, he turned around and said, wear the mask if you like to. If you like them, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. But damn, make up your mind, man. Either tell the folks to wear the mask or not. And they really need to wear them. That's why you're not qualified to make that decision. Because you're not a doctor. So common sense. Well, it ain't always coming. But, hey, you can chat with us live in the uh, chat room. 
You can also uh, call in if you want to. 972-591-3665. Then another thing. Maybe it was the two programs I was watching. I'm watching these two programs. And the chart he had up there. Could anybody see those charts? Because I couldn't. I I pulled it up on on the computer and stretched the string and I'm like I can't see that full chart. I'm like this dude I don't know. I'm sure it'll be some pictures come out tomorrow showing the full chart that he had up there. But maybe somebody else seen the full chart. Cause I went to another uh, news outlet just to see if I could see the chart on there. So I couldn't see it. I don't know. Uh, if somebody could see those charts fully, please let me know. Cause I can, I can tell what it was. It was about halfway on both of them, but you can tell what it was. As far as I know, he probably was playing, uh, playing, um, uh, tit tat toe or something. I don't know. I didn't know what the charts were. Um, then he talking about the coronavirus never should have left China. That goes back to what I said at the beginning. If you did not fire the team that was in place, it's a good chance. It wouldn't left China. It probably would have made it. But we wouldn't be going through six months of lockdown. It would have been under control before it got here. But once again, it's, I don't know. I don't know. But Trump, he's, um, I don't know. He's, he's in his own mind. Um, Else, if if you didn't fire the team that was in place, we would have had a team in place to be able to control the coronavirus before it spread were uh, nationwide. So um, that's another thing. Um, he said he take the test every other day. One reporter, I don't know which one asked the question, but they asked him, said, uh, do you take responsibility for the spread of it? And they asked a couple of questions. He kind of danced around, and I believe the reporter asked again. He said, well, I guess I would have to take responsibility. Well, that's the first time I ever heard him say something like that. I damn near fell out my chair when he said that. Um, so he's saying he's going to take responsibility for for the spread of it, which he should. He's the leader. It's on his watch. So let him do. I don't He needs some help. He really do. I really feel like his niece was telling the truth. He's a sick man. 
he have mental issues and he needs some help. Um, then he told me uh, he put on a mask and everything would help him. It would help keep it from spreading. And um, but once again, he refused to wear a mask at first. He said him and Mike wasn't going to wear a mask. But now he's talking about wearing a mask and help help keep it from spreading. That's what the doctor's been telling you all along. And you was going against the order. And he said, uh, you don't really need the mask. I'm like, first you say, wear a mask. It will help keep it from spreading. Then you turn around and tell them, you really don't need a mask. Yeah, that's, that's very smart. Um, and one of the reporters called them out. He said, well, I seen you last night at your hotel with no mask on. He was like, oh, uh, yeah, but I was, I wasn't close to nobody. I wasn't around nobody, so I didn't have a mask on. First of all, as the president, you're not going nowhere by yourself. Someone is going to be with you at all times. What if they outside the door? Uh, five feet from you? You're not going to be somewhere by yourself. But leave it to him. He said he was social distant. He wasn't close to nobody. Then he said, <laughs> social distance is common sense. I was like, did he say that? Really? He, he didn't, he didn't mean that. Um, because he hadn't been practicing it. Then he go off and praise the governor of Florida in Texas. Talking about they doing a wonderful job. They doing such a great job. And the numbers are going down nationwide. Yeah, but you told them last week not to report the numbers. I'm like, really, dude? Then you turn around and um you turn around and go and try to open the schools back up. You order CDC not to report on it. They You ban them from giving a report on school opening. And you praising the governor that have the highest numbers in their state that are following your lead. Boy, November cannot get here soon enough. Um, 
I don't know about y'all, but come November, um, I'm going to definitely vote. And I'm going to vote. And hopefully y'all going to vote too. Matter of fact, if, if you, you don't vote, um, I don't know what to say because at this point, our life depends on it. Our life depends on it. And while I was watching one of the um, one of the uh, news outlet, I kept seeing Trump twenty twenty, Trump January twenty twenty four. I said, "Boy, all the folks is high or something. They all on the on some type of Kool Aid because something not right." Um, I don't know how they figure that's gonna work out, but. Mm-mm. We had enough of that. Um, my question is, why is he the one giving the giving the update? And one of the reporters asked him the same question, and he told him that the doctor was sitting right off stage, right in the back. So why you won't let the man that our tax dollar are paying do his job? I'm just asking. We paying him enough. Let him do his job. I believe you scared that they might mess around and tell the truth of what's going on. And you don't want that to happen. Because you having your supporters and trying to win this election is more important than our lives. And speaking of uh, the election, excuse me, when I came on uh, Facebook earlier, <laughs> I had a survey that he put out. He put out talking about um. Um, let's uh, prove them wrong, fill out the survey, and let them know that I'm in the lead or whatever it says. And I looked at the, and I said, nope. I won't be clicking that one. Because nine times out of ten, first of all, I don't trust them. If all the answers probably show, probably show that, um, you voting for him regardless of whatever you put in the survey it'll say oh yeah you support him I don't trust him I'm like no I'm not doing that I've already did a survey hopefully uh, hopefully you like it uh, <laughs> no I know you didn't because when Chris Wallace told you the numbers Sunday morning you damn near passed out when he told you those numbers. Start talking about it's a fake news. It's a fake news. And I was like, Chris sitting a little bit too close because he looked like he was spitting a little bit. I don't know. Um, how that top lip get the sweating. That's how he was. And I was like, mm-mm. No, forget about six feet. 
with him. Give me 50 feet. But Trump is, um, you got to watch the games that he play. Because they trying by any mean necessary to get him reelected. And it's not, it's not going to work with me. I'm not going to fall for the Okado. I'm going to vote what's right for me and my household. And hopefully y'all do the same. And if you, uh, hopefully you are registered to vote. Because um, you can get registered for the next election. Not the one in November, but the one after that. And definitely vote every time election come around. Local or federal. Get out and vote. Let your voice be heard. Also, I'm going to give you an update. No, all week I've been talking about um, the case in Georgia. Um, where the guy allegedly came in to a location, to a bar up there, and allegedly threatened to uh, shoot all the black folks up there. Well, I've, I've been on the phone quite a bit trying to find out more information. been talking with um, the police department, city councilman, and got a call, uh, I guess about two hours ago, with an update. Well, the police have done the investigation. And in the middle of doing that investigation, um, the guy ended up getting charged for public intoxication because he did admit to the uh, investigator he was intoxicated. He was drunk. Then he also got a disorderly conduct charge. I'm going to explain this. And this is what we have to be concerned about. He got this disorderly charge because he told the investigator he used the N-word to try to provoke people. Now take it. This man had a loaded gun with an extra clip. He dropped one of the clips in the bar. And he had a loaded gun. Um, and he said he was trying to provoke people. So when you see the videos of uh, Karen's and Steve and and all of this using the N-word or trying to provoke people into doing something to them, um, it's a reason behind it. Because I told that investigator when when he told me that 
I said, man, that sounds like a a Trayvon Martin case. I said, so basically, he's out of here trying to provoke the black people that was at that establishment to get physical with him. And then he could use that to say he feared for his life. So this is um this is crazy. Um I'm gonna do a show on it next week. Um the gentleman that actually filmed the incident. He's um gonna be on the show. I've been in contact with him and um he's gonna be on the show and also um um someone from the police officer we're trying to get it confirmed trying to get them on the show also because this is something we need to be concerned about because and I know I've said it I've said it too I cannot be that lucky for someone to act a fool with me like that. But when that officer said it, I was like, man, now it kind of makes sense. It makes sense because basically they're going to try to provoke you to do something. And when you do it, what's going to happen they're going to respond back and say they fear for their life. They fear for their life and and try to justify to do whatever they want to do. So I'm going to continue following this case and continue to uh, see what's going on. The investigation is over now, but it's in the court's hand. And hopefully, the court would understand this cannot be tolerated. And if you in that area, um, I forgot the name of the city, but it's right outside of uh, uh, Atlanta, just north of Atlanta, uh, Smyrna or something like that. Um, So definitely, if you in that area, please pay attention to it. Pay attention to it. Um, As for the officers that was on duty, I'm going to find out why they did not arrest him right then and there. So have to do steps. Trying to make sure this guy was charged. Hopefully, he's already been arrested. And if he have, that's great. But we also need to identify him. Need to do a search on him and see um, what his thought plans are. 
we already know what his thought plans are, but see if he's involved with any uh any of the racial groups or anything. Because for him to go in there and tell that investigator he used the N-word to try to provoke people into a physical fight. And I'm like, wow. You gotta be you gotta be kidding me. I finna say like my boy uh uh Banks say all the time, but uh, my crew know what he normally say, but and I'm trying to do better. So, but that's crazy. So a lot of time when we see these incidents, people come up calling people the N word and trying to provoke them and all of that. That's the strategy they trying to use. So please be safe. Y'all can chat with us live. Um, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and Twitter. Uh, you can also um, call us. If there's something on your mind, call us. 972-591-3665. 972-591-3665. Um, so let me know what's on your mind um, because this this is a crazy world, a crazy time that we're in right now. And people just don't care. They don't care. Um, I was I was shocked when he said that. Very shocked. Now also, um, I post uh, a thing about Kanye earlier um, because first he said he was running for president. Then the next day he said he was out. Then the next day we see him on the campaign trail. And then yesterday he tweeted um i'm um i'm gonna focus on music now uh welcome to the show on periscope we all know that that is the truth keep going um which part are you saying keep going on um also what city are you calling from let us know where you're representing but but um Kanye is is to the point it's sad. But then again, um I did see I guess TMZ reported yesterday Kanye was upset that Kim was trying to get him committed into a hospital and all of that. But then I heard today and I hate to say this, but Apparently, he have an album coming out. Mm. Yeah. Now, it make you wonder, is he trying to get attention for the album he have coming out? Get people talking about him? 
get people buying this record. Like I said, I haven't supported him since him and Jamie Foxx did Gold Digger. I've heard a couple of his songs, but I won't buy none. So that's just my opinion. But hey, I don't know. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about Kanye. I'm going to just call it like it is. I think he needs some help. And I seriously feel like he needs help. And that's the reason why we have counselors come on the show from time to time. Because at some point with everything that is going on right now, we all need to get some professional help. We need to be able to vent have someone to listen to us and give us good advice. I'm not talking about uh, uh, your homeboy, your home gear. Now, they will give you some advice, but if they're not professional licensed to do it, it's best to go elsewhere. And I really feel like Kanye really needs some help. He do need some counseling. And if if he want to come on the show and when one of the counselors on, I let him come on. He could come on and and uh, or if he if if his people reach out to me, I make sure he can get a counselor to talk to. But he really needs some help. I don't know if it was true about Kim uh, trying to get him committed in the hospital. It could be part of the game. I don't know. So, that's my opinion on it. Let me know how you feel. Um, Mental health is a serious situation right now. And um, we need, we all need to lay down on the couch somewhere. somewhere. Even the uh, counselors that been on the show, they go to counseling. So, uh, speaking of counselors, Miss Kim K will be on the show Monday night, 8 p.m. And while I'm talking about that, um, if you or someone you know that have dealt with the situation that have kids and dealt with the situation where one parent is keeping a child away from the other parent they need to listen to the show on Monday it's going to be deep it's going to be good and they need to listen to it. How people say, I got baby daddy, baby mama drama. Yes, we're talking about you. You definitely want to catch the show on Monday night. It's going to be a serious talk. Miss Kincaid is going to help us through it. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good. If you know somebody who's dealt with that or dealing with it, or maybe you are a child and wondering 
why one parent was not in your life growing up, you need to listen. Because you may realize the truth behind it. That's going to be Monday night. So, um, and also if, um, if you would like to, um, be on the show Monday, send me an email. Who you with, Kurt Dog, at mail.com. That's W H O, the letter U, W I T H C U R T D O G, at mail.com. It's going to be a great show Monday. So, um, let your friends know. I will put up an ad um, an announcement later this week to get you ready for it because it's going to be a great show. I know it's a lot of people that have dealt with uh, issues of one parent keeping the kids from the other parent, the lies that are told. And that's what we're going to deal with on Monday. It may not be you. You may not have kids, but you may know somebody who have kids and who have dealt with this for a very long time. This is a way to get them help, to be able to lead them in the right way. So, definitely, if um, you know somebody, or if it's you, uh, or anyone else, get the word out. We're going to hit on that topic on Monday. And also, I know I have a couple of attorney friends that listen also. If you're dealing with family law, please reach out to me. Uh, we would like to uh, possibly have you on the show also. And we can um, set, a, set an arrangement where we can have a list of attorneys that people can reach out to. So definitely um, chime in Monday. Be ready. Um the phone lines will be open Monday. You can call in. Uh, let us know what's going on. It's about helping you. It's not about uh, putting somebody in your business. No. This is the way to get help. And trust me, it will be a good show. Um, on Thursday night, um, I don't know. I haven't talked to Risky um, this week since the weekend. I assume she's going to be here Thursday night. I'm sure she will be. She always keep her word. She said uh, she was committed on Thursday night. So she will be in the house on Thursday. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Periscope. And chat live with us. Chat live with us. Um, I'm shocked on a, well, I'm not shocked, but 
I was really surprised about the fact this guy told that police investigator the reason why he used the N-word is to provoke someone. And he almost did it. He, he almost did it. Because um, even in that video, there was some people in the video that were saying some stuff. And they wanted to lay them out. Which I'm glad they didn't. Because then it would have been, I was trying to defend myself. So, I'm very curious about that case. And please continue to stay tuned. We're going to work it out where that police department can come on the show. Also, the victim of it will come on the show again. And uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to come up with ways that can help um, help keep you safe and the actions that you need to do if this happened. I appreciate the officers that helped me what, about 17, 18 years ago when I was racial profiled for driving a brand new car. And two white officers stopped me and tried everything they could to provoke me. But I thank God for the brother that stopped and realized something wasn't right. I thank God for my mom and my sister for coming up there. But, and hopefully by next week, I'll find out if these officers are still with the city of Dallas. Because um, I want to know. I want to know what the records look like today. Because I did everything I was supposed to do after the incident happened. I wrote a letter, hand-delivered the letter to the city mayor. It was Laura Miller at the time, um, Terrell, Chief Terrell Bowden, the city manager, and each one of their supervisors, and it made a difference. So we definitely need to take a stand. Racism is alive, alive and well, and it also is bad when our leaders are promoting it. So you can call us 972-591-3665, and you can let us know how you feel tonight, whatever is on your mind. Uh, definitely call in. Um, I know I mentioned this on the show several times. Um, so I will finally be having uh, shoulder surgery in the morning. So, uh, so definitely keep me in your prayers. Um, but I will be on the show Thursday night. I may be feeling good. <laughs> but if the Lord say the same, I will be on the show Thursday night uh, with Risky. So we're definitely going to 
um, enjoyed maybe feeling good because I will be on some, maybe on some pain medicine because I'm not good at, I have a high tolerance for pain, so I don't probably take them the first day and then I'm done. Um, so other than that, just wanted to come on here and talk about the Trump situation and, um, I don't know. We need to vote in November. Hopefully everybody is registered to vote and let's send them packing. <laughs> That's kind of like that, uh, that thing you were saying, time I click and, and give a survey. Mm-mm. I didn't give a survey, but I showed enough left for comment. Tell him start packing his bag, cause in November, I don't care where you're going, but you got to get the hell out the White House. So, <laughs> um, so that's that's where we're going, and hopefully, uh, he he got to go. He got to go. I even seen a thing where. Ted Cruz. I was gonna put it on Facebook, but I don't wanna wanna give him no credit because um, he did a thing on uh, Twitter talking about, oh, if we lose, um, um, if we lose the election in in Texas, the Senate will be uh, all Democrat, and we're gonna lose the Senate and all of this and. He's nervous about him getting ready to be removed out of office also. So he need to go too. Since he don't want to wear a mask on an airplane, that's that white privilege. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of it. I'm very tired of it. So um, what Trump was talking about before, clean the swamp. Yeah, we're starting in November. That swamp got to go. If you're in Michigan, you need to vote. Uh, Judge Mary Ellen Brennan out. She got to go, too. She got to go. She don't need that position. Her mind is not right to be in that position. Because if you are black, she's going to keep you away from your from your family. She automatically going to put you in juvenile. And this young lady been in juvenile too long in the midst of a pandemic so she gotta go and Kanye please get some help get some help I hope you're not doing you're not playing C now to try to get album sales cause I'm not gonna buy it no way but um, but if not please get some help um, I'm sure you have you should have a Rolodex of numbers that you could call to get some help. And I just hope the brother get him some help and and do something positive. And the people around him do right. Do right. Don't don't be the yes man or yes woman just because of who he is. Tell him the truth and be honest with him. And Kanye, when you get that help, be honest with the counselor. 
or whoever you go see, be honest with them. Tell them exactly what's going on in your mind. That's the only way it will work. So, other than that, I appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, we will be back Thursday night, 8 p.m. Um, we've been, well, I did talk to Risky yesterday. Well, we text, but, um, yeah, we got a good show coming up Thursday night. Um, so definitely, um, come back Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, and we're going to have a good time. Going to have a good time. You can catch us every, uh, Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, 8 p.m. Um, this is a platform you can talk about whatever is on your mind. Regardless of what it is, uh, we can talk about it. And if you trolling, talking about some racial stuff, we're not going to deal with that. So, and you can always call us, um, call in, um, doing the show, only doing the show. Any other time you'll get the voicemail. So, uh, until next time, I really appreciate y'all for tuning in, uh, listening. Uh, thank you again for the listener on Periscope that chatted. Um, we all know the truth. We all know that truth feels. So, uh, appreciate you. Hopefully you catch us again. Um, until Thursday night, I appreciate it. Love each and every one of y'all. Until then, peace.